So I've always, always loved uh, books. Uh, I've loved stories. So our grannies told us, you know, a lot of uh, stories. Uh, they sang to us. Mm-hmm. I've always loved stories through song. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is where you're joining us from, this is Fred Kumalo of Books and Beverages being done under the auspices of City Press. In today's session, we are joined by a multi-talented artist, Nogutula Mazbuom Simang, who is a writer, broadcaster, a filmmaker, journalist, novelist, a children's writer. Oh, I'm, I'm running breathless. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Nocturna. Mdungwa, hello. Uh, I am uh, delighted to be here. You know, I've been waiting my turn. So thank you for inviting me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. For those of you who are not familiar with uh, Nocturna uh, Masbugam Simang, I'll just mention a few of her um, works that are out there in the marketplace. She has published uh, six children's books. Is that six or have you had it's seven. Uh, seven now. The Soweto Tea Party, which is very ah, recent. That's very, very the, the recent. Se- that is very recent. Yeah. Seven uh, children's books. And of course, uh, she burst into the literary space for adult writing with her novel, which is right in front of me, The Daughters of Nandi. Yes. Later on in the show, we're going to uh, talk about that. And we're going to be talking about many, 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 many things that are in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. But before we get there, I just want um, our listeners out there who are not familiar with your work um, and your writing journey, just take us briefly through what you've been through as a, as a writer, as a, yeah. an academic and uh, a filmmaker and so on. What how did you acquire the the writing bug? When did it bite you? Duma, as ascribe yourself, you will know that you come into this world already bitten by the word bug, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so from a very young age, I mean, I um, grew up um, in Soweto. So in the early, early days, my parents had a tiny four-roomed house. But one thing I remember about our four-roomed house was that it had a giant bookcase. That's lovely. Ekaya, yes. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also, we still have that bookcase. Mm-hmm. So we had a giant bookcase, you know, with all these books. In fact, one of the books that my father bought me, I think I was about uh, five or six, mm-hmm. it was a book of uh, uh, fairy tales. Cinderella, um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snow yeah. White, the, the classics, and the, yes, uh, fairy tales, yes, 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 yes you yes, know. Yes. So, already uh, that was my favorite, it was a hardcover book which I've now passed on to my daughter. And I loved it because then I could walk the streets of London, you know, yeah. leave somewhere yeah. to go to yes. London yes. and then go, yes. you know, yes. everywhere else. Be, be a Cinderella yourself. Be yeah. a Cinderella myself, mm-hmm. you know, imagine myself in mm-hmm. the fairy tale. So I've always, always loved uh, books. Uh, I've loved stories. Mm-hmm. So our grannies told us, you know, a lot of uh, stories. Uh, they sang to us. Mm-hmm. I've always loved stories through song. Great. Uh, so there was a lot of music at my house, a lot of music, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of jazz, a lot of African music, mm-hmm. you know, um, mm-hmm. a 
a lot of music. Mm-hmm. You know, Ubaba would just wake up early in the morning and just play, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Miriam Makeba, you know, uh, play a whole lot of music. In fact, that is the subject of one of my children's books, as you've uh, rightly pointed out, I've written seven. Mm-hmm. So Soweto Tea Party mm-hmm. is about the power of the imagination mm-hmm. to make you forget your current troubles. So when Ubaba was under house arrest, he would play us music and tell us the story behind the songs. Yeah, when I saw Abo bring back Nelson Mandela. Yes, so yes. he was like, you know what, I am in here, but my mind, you know, cannot be chained. My spirit cannot be chained. Wow. And one day, you know, in Kudulego, years of freedom is coming. So yes. Mandela is a dropping island. So the premise of the book is they, th- they have a tea party, Ubaba ah, no princess. Yes. And then all these people magically <clears throat> come and visit. Uh, and others. So the actual uh, involvement with uh, the literary world started 30 years ago. Yes. Wow. Wow. 30 years ago, 1992, I think it was, uh, my very good friend, Robin Malan, being in Cape Town, I was uh, finishing my degree, my lit- uh, literature degree at UCT. Mm-hmm. And um, Robin said, oh, come and help me. I'm editing a journal for young people called English Alive. Mm-hmm. Then... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, through the years, I then, you know, published a Mozambican summer in the fast lane, you know, and all of all of the, the, the works. Also, because I'm fascinated by historical narratives, mm-hmm. even for children, mm-hmm. you know, my book on Casta Semenya, yes, biography yes, yes. for children. Yes. So I've always had this interest in history because mm-hmm. I've had a front row to history most yes, of my life. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, you've, you've so, been inspired by your father and yeah. his peers and the stories that they would share with you yeah. and now what I sense from the writing that you are, you are, you are um, producing mm. as this uh, sense of social responsibility to say mm. who is Casta Semenya what does she mean to, uh, to womanhood to, um, to youth black youth in particular people who feel marginalized yeah. what kind of uh, inspiration can they draw from her that's what I got from that book Mdunga yeah. you know Casta Semenya is beautiful. Mm. You know, she is absolutely brilliant. She took everybody by surprise. Mm. You know, this young black woman from some place that nobody knows mm-hmm. somewhere in the south of Africa, you know, mm-hmm. just burst onto the world stage. And, you know, and if you've seen Casta Semenya run, you know, she mm-hmm. is literally mm-hmm. poetry in motion. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember uh, in one of my many lives, I was head of children's content at the SAPC, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we would cross to her races. You know, we did live uh, um, uh, platforms about Hectic 99, mm-hmm. um, TV. Mm-hmm. So we would cross live, because those were live platforms. So we would cross live to mm-hmm. Custer's races. Mm-hmm. All of us would congregate around the big screens, you know, mm-hmm. watching her, watching her mm-hmm. as she's just you know, zooming past everybody mm. to take, uh, you know, silver, gold, you know. Mm. Mm. So for me, I think it was an important moment in time that I didn't want my children to miss. Okay. You know, I did not okay. want my children to miss because it literally, I mean, even talking about it now gives me goosebumps, you know, because that's how I reacted to it. You know, where do you come from? Like, mm. what's going on? You know, you come, you just upset everything and how everybody's upset, you know, what's going on, are you a bird, are you a woman, what's, you know, just the whole thing, and she just 
ah, I loved it, you know, absolutely loved it. Mm. So, so I, I'm, I'm fascinated by, um, you know, those kinds of stories of, you know, characters who are just, you know, unique and make a splash, you know, in a big way, you know, so mm. auto, autobiographies, you know, biographies. Mm. I love and people who just mm. do, you know, they, they, they do things that, you know, other people don't do. I, li- I like it. Amazing. Yeah. Which automatic, I mean, you're talking about amazing characters, engaging characters, historical characters, yeah. which immediately and automatically takes us to this big character that uh, you celebrate in, in your first um, novel for adults, yes. uh, The Daughters of Nandi. Now, sure. there are many South Africans out there because yeah. history hasn't been taught properly in this country. Yeah. Many people who yeah. really do not understand. They might have seen Unandi in, yeah. in that, in that uh, TV series of, of the 1980s. It's whatever. And they think they understand who Nandi was or Queen Nandi was, what she meant, and, and so on. Unfortunately, for those of us who are more familiar and more intimate uh, with this story, with this character, with the, with the history, uh, what we saw in that series was a disappointment. So I was so glad and happy when I encountered your book, The Daughters of Nandi. Can you very briefly tell us who Nandi was yeah. in, real, in real life yeah. and how then you um, manifest her in yeah. this novel? Simply put, I mean, Queen Nandi was the mother of one of the greatest leaders of all time, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. Yes. Simply put, you know. Mm-hmm. And we know that the hand that rocks the cradle runs the world, right? That's true. That's true. So all of these strategies, you know, the bullhorn formation, mm, mm. how he was inspired, King Shaga was inspired by the waves of the sea mm. in how he came up with his military strategies. You know, an attack must come wave after wave and from different angles, mm. you know. For me, um, and for me as a mother... You know, I mean, I think the battles are, are different now. You know, mm. we are teaching our children how to survive economically, mm. how to survive yes, in yes. school, you know. Mm. But those lessons you learn when you are very young, uh-huh. you know, um, those lessons you are taught in how, you know, you manage your time and so on. So it's Leadership as well, yeah. Leadership, yeah, yeah. leadership, you know. And I was intrigued, Mdungwa Uguti, you know, her name, we know it. Yes, I think, you know, some people just know the polemic, you know, they know just the drama, Uguti, you know, she negotiated her lobola, mm-hmm. you know, and she, you know, out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. We know that the big, epic drama, you know. But I'm intrigued, Uguti, you know, it, it wasn't social media, there was no marketing. Mm-hmm. We know her. Yes. We know yes, her. Yes, we know yes. her name. Yes. And not just us here at home, beyond our borders. People know Uguti. There was Queen Nandi mm. in Lovugazi, mm. the mother mm. Mm. of King Shagaga Senzangakon. Yes. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. What made you feel impelled to write a novel about her? Do, do you think in this day and age of television and uh, fantastical heroes of, of uh, fast cars of fast everything, yeah. people are still interested in this kind of story and why? I think people are intrigued mm. by historical narratives and especially epic 
stories like you know King Shaga, mm. um, King Mushwe Shwe, you know, because you know royals function symbolically, mm. you know. So I think all of us, you know, are daughters of Nandi in yes. one way or another, yes. you know. Yes. Yes. No. And for me, as Unoktula, I felt, I think, some type of way in how history remembered her. I mean, Ibongo Zaga Nandi, you know, they call her like a wanderer, mm. and, you know, Ibongo Zaga Nandi, that's why in the novel I rewrote so, them at the end, mm-hmm. you know. Mm. So The misogyny was there, uh, and uh, yeah, the, the patriarchy back then, yeah, that is uh, strongly uh, expressed, yeah. Very strongly expressed, mm. and I have also a suspicion, Uguti, you know, she, because she obviously pushed back, and that's why we remember her. And I suspect Uti she pushed back because there were other powerful women around her. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, but I, I don't think she she necessarily was alone in mm, how she she. Mm, yeah, but mm, I think Ube Ibona Samoe. Yeah, but like mm, all of us, uh-huh. Uti no man. You know I can because you must remember she was a young girl when all of this happened. Mm, you know, mm. uh, uh, really just out of her teens. Galizu mm. uh, um, you know, got married earlier. You know, uh-huh. so I think as the industrialization happened and uh, you know the colonialism, apartheid, all of that. You know. The capitalism, it kind of, you know, squeezed us further and further. Yeah, but, mm. And if you've known freedom, she must have known some type of freedom. Mm. She mm. must have known some type mm. of freedom mm. to push mm. back. Mm. Yeah, but, mm. So if you know freedom and you've been free uh, and somebody tries to, to squeeze and, you And in, she wasn't just um, an ordinary person. She came from a, a higher class kind of uh, family. Uh, yeah, she was a royal, yeah, herself. A, royal, a royal herself. She was a royal herself. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. She was part of the Mlongo people. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, I sent uh, Zukiswa Vena, who is my publisher, Paivapo, a clip of the Mlongo people. Mm-hmm. I usually see this clip around Heritage Day. Mm-hmm where they demand reparations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they demand uh, reparations. Abantu Abantu sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, Abant- I know yes. them. Yeah, I know yes, them. yes. Yeah, they yeah. surface every yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, September 24th. Yeah. And yeah. they demand reparations. Yeah. But I feel that demand, and I think mm. it's, it's justified. Mm. Ugut, you know, one of the um, greatest leaders of our time was not treated uh, uh, well. Yeah, but, and, mm. you know, in African culture, Melu, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you've got to do right mm-hmm. by whoever you've wronged, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So an individual, a family, a nation, mm-hmm. do the right thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and what that is, I suppose, in our current times, in our current training, it's, it's negotiated. But it would be whether it's, you know, like in the book, you know, Impepo, um, Imbuzi, whatever is mm. culturally, you know, uh, 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 expected. Uh, they know Abantu Bawazul that to uh, 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 really appease them Tlongo ancestors just in, in, in terms of how they've treated their daughter. Mm. Yeah, but yes, it's 200 years later. Mm. But I get particular Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they've got to cleanse the name. <laughs> they've got to cleanse the name. They've got to cleanse the name because she was yeah, not treated yeah, right. Exactly. She was yeah, not treated yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it was patriarchal. Mm. She was not treated right. Mm. So the, the, the central mm. theme to the book is yeah. the curse of Unandi. Yeah. The nation is suffering because 
Nandi was not treated um, very well. She's yes. livid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's livid. Mm-hmm. So where the story starts, it's, you know, her deathbed. And mm-hmm. she is angry, you know, because nobody has done right by mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And the story from Abantabatala, you know, oral narratives, they say when she passed on, there were torrents of rain, you know, wow. the ones that come now and again in KZN. Wow. <laughs> wow. But there were torrents of rain. So mm-hmm. a lot of people born around that time, because the trees were uprooted. Mm-hmm. So huge, mighty boy bats wow. uprooted the roots wow. up in the sky, wow. you know. Wow. So she, was, she, she didn't go easy, mm-hmm. you know, quietly mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. night. She ran aged into the night you know so i could feel that anger because i think there are still a lot of continuations of you know when you want to be a certain you know in fact when you are a certain way you know and you can make contributions to society and are forcing society to you know allow you to contribute Mm-hmm. To the betterment of all, sure. you know, and also to allow our daughters, more especially, you know, to contribute. You know, you can't have a lopsided uh, mm-hmm. society, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a, a, where just one. You know, so I could feel her her rage, but then the question comes after Uti, you rage, because for every action there's a reaction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You rage, and then what? Yeah. So now the, the the book, as someone who has who read the book more than more than uh, twice, yeah. Uh, now I'm sharing this with uh, with uh, our listeners out there. Yeah. The book is not just um, a re-enactment of of who Nandi was. It's a celebration of womanhood at many levels, uh, because. In the cast of characters that people this book, it's not just Nandi. There are other many powerful uh, women from high um, high families across the the, the, the land, yeah. which we now call uh, call South Africa. Back then, it was not called South Africa. Yeah. There, there's a queen and a princess from what is now called Botswana, yeah. and uh, so all these interactions are a celebration of of womanhood, yeah. which I then believe, as somebody who's reading this with a, a contemporary eye is um is is a, a call to action to women out there to girl children out there to find their fighting spirit am i correct in my analysis and understanding do you are spot on you are spot on and i think as a a a, a person for me it's not an option. Anything else is not an option. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I really do believe, uh, you know, as all bell hooks, no Chimamanda say, <laughs> that feminism is for everyone, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I was raised by a feminist father. You know, my mm-hmm. father spoke at Mamelilian Goy's funeral and mm-hmm. on record mm-hmm. where he mm-hmm. said, um, the world needs strong women leaders like mm-hmm. Mamelilian Goy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I was raised by a feminist father and I was very lucky because he would then well, clear uh, the um, path. Uh, if I may um, just uh, interject there, for the for the benefit of those who are listening, and they keep they say, I mean, you keep alluding to your father, referring to your father, and they yes. wonder who is this father. <laughs> <laughs> the father in question here is Ubaba Ufanyana Masbugo, one of the greatest educators um, that this country has ever seen. He yeah. was central to the 1976 uh, uprising. Yes. He was central in molding those who were at the forefront um, as a teacher, as a father, as a yeah. parent, yeah. as a community activist. So that is the, the yeah. father.
father that we're referring to here. Yes, mm. Ubaba was a, a freedom fighter. Ufanyana Mazibugo, you know, mm. as you said, taught the generation of 1976. Yes. You know, was on the forefront of the uh, black consciousness uh, movement, was on the forefront of the freedom struggle. So he really, really believed that, hey, you know, freedom is for everybody. And Ubaba always had this thing, you would see, yes, you know, when you try to um, oppress somebody, now you've got to spend energy. Mm. And, you know... In cognitive, you know, the cognitive burden of trying to figure out how to keep this person in chains. Yes. Is, you know, yes, you could yes. be doing, elevating, doing yes. fantastic yes. things. Yes. So, yes. you know, uh, that's courage, you know. Uh, so, I was raised in that kind of free thinking space where he, he made it very clear. I mean, I've got three brothers who see, and just uh, contribute to society. Uh-huh. Yeah, but contribute. Even, in fact, his mother, everybody, five in the morning, you know, everybody's contributing to, you know, making sure that the household runs, you know. Uh So it was that kind of, and of course, my mother as well, you know, quite empowered, you know, yesterday are making things happen. So I really believed, whoever you are, wherever you are, at whatever level, let's contribute. If you don't, then we are Jaga, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, things become lopsided, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, uh, you know, that for me, uh, I feel that young women, as a young woman, I felt that I had no choice but to walk the path that, uh, you know, first of all, my elders had cleared for me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my mother, my father, you know, Omam Goyi, you know, people who marched in 1956 did a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and it's now for us to ensure that we have a functioning world mm-hmm. where we are peaceful and prosperous. Yeah, but, so for me, it's, it's not an option because how else am I going to live? Mm-hmm. You know, how else am I going to be? So mm-hmm. I've never known any, any uh, a way to be, uh, you know, uh, apart from that this is my contribution to society and I need to figure out a way to make that contribution. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, people out there, we are talking books and culture and struggle. And the book in question is The Daughters of Nandi by Noctula Masbugo Msimang. Now, there's been a, a new development relating to this book. Not so long ago, this book uh, um, uh, was awarded a very prestigious prize at the South African Literary Awards in the novel category. What does that mean to you as a, as a writer? This is your first uh, novel uh, for, for adults. Yeah, what does that mean to you? How, how, how did you receive the news? I've always dreamt of winning a sala. I love shiny things and I love cash <laughs> even more. <laughs> I absolutely adore cash prizes. You know? that's, that's a respectable <laughs> press they gave you. <laughs> yes. Very, very respectable. Yeah. So I was quite uh, impressed because uh, they actually gave it the Chairperson's Award, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. So it's like the Salah of Salahs, yes, yes, you know. Yes, so yes, I yes. am delighted, Mdunga. I mean, I, I texted you, yes, I think, a, a day uh, yes, or so. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Most definitely. 
and and I swelled and I swelled you know my ego swelled like uh, you know a fat cook yes. made, made of self raising flour you yes, know yes 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 you were you were there you were yes, there yes, that was beautiful that no was no no I'm very very happy about that you know the last award I got was oh my goodness the the Sunday Times Bessie Head Award was 2003 a million years ago and I've been shortlisted here and there you know I've been the Pandorans the EB Awards. I've, mm. I've been, you know, and you, got, and, and you got this beautiful fellowship at the University of Pretoria. Oh yes, yes, yes oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. Working again on historical narratives. Yes, yes, which yes. is my love, absolute mm. love. Yes. So I've got a two-year fellowship, and my current project is a biography of Mamtoli Ratebe. Yes. So, um, hey, and you know when I say that, people just minds people, people wonder. Do, people do not really appreciate and understand who Dolly Ratebe was. Not yeah. only was she one of the most beautiful women in this country. In the world. Yeah, in the world. In the world. In the world. Okay. In the world. Yeah. In the world. Yeah. On the yeah. cover of Drum Magazine. Yeah. She also was smart and she was a great singer. Yeah. And lately, I mean, in, in what, yeah. 20 years ago, yeah. she appeared in some... In a movies. number of in yeah, some movies, of movies locally, yeah, Mapanzula. Yeah. Mapanzula, she was there, and some TV shows. Yeah, yes. mm. But as you correctly point out, Mdunga, that she was, you know, the artist of artists. Mm. You know, she was mm. the first African mega star. I mean, she was a mega diva. Yes, you yes, know, yes. and she was really paving the way for the other mega divas of yes, Sofia Town. Yes, but she yes, was yes, the yes. the mega yes, diva, yes, right? Yes. Had, had she been had she been um, living here today, she would be she would have been one of the best influencers. No, I don't. <laughs> influencers. She would have been. She would have been a, a fantastic influencer. Yeah. But Umam Doli was mm. next level. You know, mm. Ube composer. In fact, I'm busy um, with her family talking to Samro because of some of the uh, uh, compositions, you uh-huh. know, because she was a member of Samro. Yes, so yes, they yes, obviously yes. track, you know, and, and manage your estate and, and, uh-huh. and pay out and so on. So as you said, she had so many levels, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. She had the brains, she had the talent, she had the looks, she had the voice. Uh-huh. You know, Umam Doli had the voice. So I was intrigued and hence I called it the musical life of Doli Ratebe because uh-huh. I wanted to z- really zone in on her artistry, you know, mm. and, and, and especially her compositions. Mm. Because a, a lot of her songs, you know, would be what Abo Huma Sigela would call part of the great South African songbook. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the, those jazz classics, you know, from the 50s and so on, you know. So it's interesting, eh, but it's, 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 you know, unlike historical novels where um, your mind can wander and you can really, you know, entertain yourself. Yeah, yeah. now you have to stick to no, the now you have to. Yeah, 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 constrained by, uh, you have to stick to facts. Uh, some, somebody, yeah. Somebody's yeah. Uh, life story. But mm. also, I mean, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I have your autobiography is mm. like, you mm. don't, like, you tell it all, you know, mm. and mm. it's very kind of risque and so on. Well, I'm fortunate like, because the people that I write about are still yeah. alive, are can always go back to them. Really, what happened? You know? No, but it's, it's quite bold because now I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, wondering: should I include this? Should I not? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you yeah, just, yeah, uh, I think, yeah. had the freedom yeah, that look, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just gonna tell my story, and you mm. told your story, you know. Mm. But I, I, I'm finding that you know, self censorship is is a thing, mm. you know, when it comes to biography. Yeah. 
because yes. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what would Mum Dolly think? Yeah, and her grandchildren and her grandchildren family, and her daughter, uh, you know, you know her daughter's they, still alive. Yeah, and so you are, are you embarrassing her? You know, yeah. her legacy and her memory. Yeah, yeah I know. I know yeah. those considerations. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm grappling with that at the moment. But you know, people have been quite helpful. Uh, yeah. One or two, uh, you know. But on, on the whole, I think people, you know, she was well loved. Wow. Umam Dodi, well loved. Uh, and of course, there are books um, like Huma Sikela still grazing, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mentioned that whole world and, and Mamirem uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, Makeba's book, Eganom Samoamuka, even Spio Mahala's book on Kentemba. Yeah. 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 You know, so he you does, use, use, use them as I use, references. I use yeah. them also as base sources that's, that's for me to that's do cool. a, a further research. Some of her friends uh, are still around, okay. so that's very fortunate. So I'm able to kind of uh, position myself and look at the various aspects, okay. you know, of her life. As you said, you know, the fashion, the movie, the, you know. Uh, the so do you have an idea as to when you might wrap it up? You know, God willing, because up Books is giving me the side eye. Uh-huh. Uh, I would. <laughs> no, hey, Mr. Mguni is giving me the serious side eye. But you know, oh, next year. Let me just say, leave it okay. broad and just say next year. Oh, that's, next that's year. Great. So, so you yeah. heard it first on this show, books and beverages. There's yes. a book uh-huh. in the works by Noctulamas Bugomsimang yes. on Doli Ratebe, yes. the legend. Yes. You, you remember. Um, the the Otsi guys from Sophia Town, uh-huh. yeah, they even captured her legend in their speech. They did. So, so when did. Uh, when you when you're greeting a person and the person yeah. says he's good, yeah. he doesn't say I'm good. You no. say uh, I guess double dolly. Yeah, I guess dolly. I guess Sova. double dolly. Sova. You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's, 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 the how power. that's the that's power. That's the power. That's power of. Yeah, she was. Yeah. We could sit here the whole. No, whole I know, day, I know, I know. We. Can. I think <laughs> we've covered a lot of ground there. <laughs> and uh, thank you once again for joining us and being with us in person mm-hmm. at our studios in uh, Randberg, mm-hmm. City Press Studios in Randberg. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, thank you very much. Unless you want to say some word or two to our listeners out there about books, about your future plans, if any, regarding books and so on. Mdunga, just uh, you know, a, a huge thank you to people like yourself. I mean, you have been a you know a literary just champion for the longest time, you know, and you've made it so cool to read and to write, you know. Um, but also to readers, publishers who we've just gone through a bit of a hectic time, you know, with COVID. COVID but pe- yeah. people were just resilient, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks to you, and uh, thanks to your listeners. Thank you. Thank you very much. So. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. And until we meet again, uh, I remain Fred Kumalo of uh, Books and Beverages City Press.